Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Week 2. I'm Susie Q, and I'll be your host. Uh, last week was my first week. I didn't really have a name for my podcast. Now I do. It's called Music on Repeat. So welcome to the podcast. Today I have a good friend called Jimmy on the show. Jimmy C, not to be confused with Jimmy F from last week. Jimmy, say hello. Hi, how are you going? Actually, it's it's James. Yeah, we it's, call you James. Yeah, it's James. Uh, only some friends and family call me Jimmy, but the rest is James. Yeah, we're so. not uh, we're not on those <laughs> on those terms, are we? No, because I introduce myself as James. If I introduce myself as Jimmy, then it would be a lot uh, a lot easier for people to call me Jimmy. But yeah, but you don't like that. You don't like people calling you Jimmy. No, I don't mind it. It's just that um, once they get to know me, then that's when they call me a Jimmy because I can be a James. That I can also be very much a Jimmy, or a Cliffo, which, or a Cliffo, which yeah. we like to call you. <laughs> very true. Uh, so, can you maybe introduce yourself? Give us a few words. How do we how do we know each other? I'm lucky enough to work with Susie every day. Um, so, is that is that sarcasm? No, no, no. That's <laughs> not sarcastic at all. No, I uh, work with Susie. Um, I've been in Barcelona for 15 years, maybe 16. I actually lose count. Um, I'm originally from Australia, if you haven't already picked that up from my broad Australian Super accent. Super Australian accent. Um, and yeah, I live, work, eat, sleep and breathe, be Barcelona and that's it pretty much. All nothing right. nothing too exciting. No. Well, yeah. Well, well, you know. we'll, get, we'll get to the more exciting yeah. bits later. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're obviously a fan of music, which I is do. why I asked you to be on the show today. I do love music. I'm a fan, long time fan. Long first time, time listener. First time. <laughs> is that a saying? <laughs> yeah, it's when you ring up a radio show, you know, or whatever. So I'm a first time listener to your podcast. Okay. Uh, so for those who haven't heard my previous week's podcast, the idea is that I've asked uh, James to bring two songs, one from his past and one from the semi-present, uh, just so he can talk about why he likes these songs, what he feels when he listens to them. We can get to know a bit about James's musical taste and then um, see if, I don't know, maybe he'll introduce me to some new music. Um, so why don't we just get started with the first song? You ready? It's, it's, it's a goodie. I'm ready. Um, okay, I'm just going to play a little bit and, yep. then, and then we'll talk about it. we all maybe not all some of us already know from that probably from the first couple notes what song that is yes but james why don't you tell us what song that was that was killing in the name of by or killing in the name by rage against the machine yes. okay so mm -hmm. that is quite um i mean i'm not into grunge music and even i know that song um 
So it was pretty famous. It in was its pretty day. famous yeah. back in 1991 when it was released. Or was it 91? It was 91. Wow. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> that just gives you an uh, indication of my age. Dang How old it. were you down in 1991? I would have been. Um, you could you could be broad. Oh, about 17, 18, okay. 19, around that age. Okay. Yeah, a long time ago. So, but this was back in Australia. Yeah, you were when in, I was Australia. in Australia. Yeah. So what is this song? I mean, first of all, I've asked you, we work together, uh, and I've asked many times over the past couple of weeks to tell me which songs you're choosing. And uh, you had a hard time deciding on two songs. Yeah, I had a very hard time because it's hard to pin down a song that really represents or that captures um, who I am today. Because there have been so when you listen to certain songs, it brings back certain memories and it brings back the memories of certain people, certain situations. So, just to, to pick one song out of the the oh, literally man. thousands that, that that I've listened to over the years, and it's really difficult because you think, oh, I could choose that song, but oh, okay, but then I had a great time then, and I could choose that song. So to yeah. choose just the one song was really difficult. I mean. We could break it down into five-year sections and yeah. say, that was song that was great, that song was great, that song was great, and that song was great. But um, that's why I had such a hard time, because yeah. I didn't really know what song to pick. It was, it was tough. I mean, I, am, uh, I, I do realize this isn't the easiest thing for people to do, but uh, you did it, so mm. thank you. So why don't you tell us, so why did you, cho- why did you choose that song in particular? Why did I choose Killing in the Name of? Yeah. Or killing in the name. It's not, I, don't think, I don't think it has the of on the end. Because the first two choices were too cliche, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, because my first choice was um, Pearl Jam Alive. I mean, that and wasn't then, your first choice. You did have some other Yeah, I had an obscure, choices. a very obscure exactly, one. Which I was, I was okay with. It was Red Gum. It was a song, of, it was uh, Walk in the Green Light, or I was only 19, as to dealing with uh, um, a Vietnam veteran's experience. And because my dad's a Vietnam veteran then I was able to, at a young age, sort of, through that song, understand a bit of what he went through. So that's why I chose that song originally. But then I thought, okay, that's probably, I don't know. That's, it's but a that's bit, good. That, that's It's a bit too obscure, all right? But, I mean, this is the, mm. if it means something to yeah. you, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I didn't actually, I don't actually think that when I first heard it, when I would have been, uh, it was actually one of the first concerts we went to with... Um, my, my dad took us to this concert up in Cairns and they've got this uh, place called Coranda and there's an amphitheatre which is you're surrounded by the rainforest and there's a massive amphitheatre and they were there. It was where I went to my first concert by myself as well. Um, How old were you? Oh, with the first time we went there I would have been um, to see Red Gum. I would have been 11 but I went back when I was 17 to see Midnight Oil and that was my first proper individual concert and that was pretty cool. Um, but it wasn't until much later that I listened to Red Gum, maybe when I was in the age of listening to Rage Against the Machine and, you know, Pearl Jam and Nirvana and all these people that I actually sat down and listened to it. And then I got a bit of an understanding of what it would have been like as a 19-year-old mm. to go and be in the Vietnam War. So that's why I chose that song originally. But then I thought, OK, let's not choose that song. Let's choose another song. So I chose uh, Rage Against the Machine. Okay, so what made you switch to that song, and why? Why that song? I mean, Good. do you do you have a, sp- a specific memory attached to that no, song? No, no, I don't. I okay. not so much. And it's not specifically that song. It's that 
that era when it was the the grunge you know the era of grunge so i mean i used to spend a lot of time listening to pearl jam nirvana soundgarden rage against the machine um oh, they had millen colony infinite sadness uh, what's the other one smashing pumpkins um alice in chains all these people i was listening yeah. to it so it brings back a time when i was uh 19 to 23, 24, 25 perhaps, hanging out with my friends all day, going to university sometimes, being unemployed. <laughs> um, so the good old days, basically. Yeah, the, basically the good old days. And I mean, it sort of that music captured the, in a way, the way we were all feeling at the time, sort of right. captured that we we're adolescents, sort of uh, trapped in, well, making the next step. But we were just sort of, some of us were angry, some of us weren't angry, some of us were relaxed, you know, etc. So it was, it was just a great time. And so whenever I hear these songs, I always think back to that time when I was, really, I had no no worries, you know. Yeah. I didn't have to go to work or think about what I was going to do today or tomorrow or the next day. I was just sort of relaxed. So when you think about that song, or when you listen to that song now, do you feel the same? Do you do you feel the same way? Do you feel relaxed, or is it? No, of it course not. No, back? no, it doesn't bring that the relaxed memories. It brings back memories of who I was with at those times. It actually Rage Against the Machine bring back. Uh, I had lots of friends. At the end of that you time. still do? No, no, I still do. But we had we were just a big group of of boys. Basically, we were you know we go out and get drunk and we'd smoke a lot of pot and we'd just hang out and we'd go explore the world and have fun but um that song particularly reminds me of hamish ebry strangely I've, enough I've heard, is that your friend no i have two friends called hamish okay yeah i've heard of hamish before yeah there were two hamishes two jimmies one fat boy and a few other people but um they were the core but yeah that and snoop dogg Sheila. But not the actual Snoop Dogg. No, of course not the actual Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Probably the least Snoop Dogg character you're ever going to likely to meet in your life. But, um, you know, it brings me back to that time. I was living in a small country town in southwest Victoria. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one thing um, that the listeners don't know about you, that I know about you, is that you are in a band... So you're my first guest. I mean, I've only had two guests, but you're my first <laughs> guest that's also a musician mm, to well, some degree. I mean... Uh, well, I don't actually play any musical instruments. I am in a band. You are, and you're the singer. I am the singer. And it's a punk band. Yes. Called? Dirty Dicks. Very classy name. Yeah, very classy image on our t-shirt. We, we have a t-shirt with Dirty Dicks written in the... Um, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing yes. logo type. I saw it at your gig. But uh, someone replaced the eye with a dick. Dick with a big hairy cock. <laughs> so it's not really very attractive. Um, we it's have had not some. PG. We have had some uh, feedback from some members of the public that we should perhaps change. Uh, one of the band members is not happy with the image it gives. But I mean, what the rest of us couldn't give a shit. So he's just going to have to toughen up, Princess. <laughs> so that's about it. But uh, yeah, we sing. Um, we're a punk band. We cover just punk songs from the 1970s to right through to today, yeah. um, both in Spanish and, uh, well, mostly in English, but also some in Spanish. 
and we have got a few of our own songs that we're getting out there. But oh, I'm, you know. I'm very excited for those. Oh, well, don't be. <laughs> oh, I am, James. I no, am. I've we- heard James. I'm, I was so impressed. We went to one of James's gigs, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what to expect. And I was so impressed, James. You were amazing. Well, that's... I think you could really be... You could really make it. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I think it's got a lot of to do with the, um, I don't know, you just forget that uh, you're just focused on singing and getting your part right or your lines right. So you just singing, but also you have a very good stage presence, and you get involved in your in your in the show. So basically, it it helps to, um, I don't know, yeah, that's what I heard the other day. Yes, but anyway, but I, I'm not. I'm not very confident when it comes to talking about myself and my music abilities because I don't really have any. But I, I would disagree because I saw your musical mm. abilities and I thought they were awesome. The um, I actually got involved in the punk band because I'd never actually sung before. Um, always harboured uh, the idea of being a star or you know being on stage one day and things like that. And which friend, is not surprising once yeah. you get to know James. <laughs> And a friend of mine, Christian, the drummer of the band, said, I need a singer for my band. Do you want to come along? And I said, but I've never sung before. And he said, it doesn't matter. Just act like a clown and you'll be okay. So I thought, all right, what have I got to lose? I'm 40 plus. Who gives a shit anymore? I can just do it. If you'd asked me to do it 20 years ago, I would have said no. Really? I wouldn't have been confident enough really? to do it. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Although I have seen pictures of you as a 20-year-old. Mm. No, but it's, it's, it's as you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I could... Yeah. This is definitely your uh, Yeah, this your I'm, prime. I'm a... You're in your prime, James. I am, I am. Thanks. <laughs> You're like uh, George Clooney. You get better with age. Mm. Yeah. Like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't have done it ha- at 20, but at 40, I decided to take the plunge and become a the lead singer of the Dirty Dicks. And I, I, yeah. I fully support that. Mm, me too. <laughs> but knowing that you're in a punk band, I'm, I was a little bit surprised you didn't choose a punk song. Um, is there a reason you didn't? Uh, or is this, it was punk later for you? No, I used to listen to a lot of Rancid and Sex Pistols. And, you know, punk's always been a, uh, an influence in my musical tastes. But, um, no, I don't know why I didn't choose a, choose a punk song. I mean, I don't think that there's been any really punk song that's I remember, you know? Okay, um, is it all just... Well, there, I could, there's a couple, yeah. I remember uh, Radio Birdman, Australian punk bands, Cosmic Psychos, Radio yeah. Birdman. Uh, I could have chosen some of that, but I figured the listeners wouldn't know who no, they were. No, that's interesting because for me what's interesting is that we grow up in our own cultures with our own type of music and what you think is... I mean, I grew up in Canada where we grew up thinking that these really obscure Canadian bands were really popular. And then the second I left Canada, I'm like, oh, my God, do you guys know Our Lady Peace? And everyone's like, what are you talking yeah. about? I, mean, I, I experienced the same, very same thing when I went to London after living in Australia. It's the, you but know. It's the low, it's kind of, it's kind of cool, you know, yeah. to have your own local and they could be really good, but they're they, I don't know. They just yeah. haven't made it. But that's what makes it special. Exactly. But that that's would have been... That's what gives it the Canada sound or the Australia yeah. sound. So. Yeah. But now we have... Uh, obviously, we have a lot of famous Canadian musicians these days. Celine Dion. <laughs> Justin Bieber. No. But, I mean, we ha- there is a big uh, Canadian scene and an Australian scene. Massive Australian scene. Which takes us on to your second song. 
Oh my god! Nice how, intro. How oh, good of a segue. That was that. Was awesome. Uh, so why don't we just get on with it and listen to your second pick? Yes, that was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard singing Rattlesnake. If you didn't get already guess, <laughs> <laughs> unsurprisingly, that song is called Rattlesnake. Mm. Uh, so, James, um, why you, did I? Well, you first of all, you you gave me these songs in advance, like two days. But anyway, I was listening to this song over the past couple of days. I actually quite like it. Mm. Um, and so another another. Fun fact about this experience is when I was asking James to pick a song from <laughs> the present, he was—he just gave me two songs from, like, one song from 1980 and one song from 1990, and I—I I requested him to be a bit more recent. But the song from 1980 was something that I listen to now. That's great. So, um, probably more reflection. I want—I actually put down the Ramones. I want to live. Because as your recent song, as my recent song from like <laughs> no, the seventies, right, nineteen eighties or something, because that's one we sing with the band, and when we sing it, it's sort of like a um, well, yeah, I want to live, dude. I've had a pretty crap year, two thousand sixteen was shit house, so when I sing it and I listen to it, you know, yeah, I, I want to live. I like the the sentiment of it. I like the, so the it, idea. But it the okay, so the song isn't from recent, but it has a, a more recent memory for you yes. than. Exactly Before. right. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I chose that song. But in the end, I uh, decided for Rattlesnake because... Yeah, why did you choose Rattlesnake? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are a recent discovery. Um, of yours. Of mine, yes. There's a guy at work called Abel who hopefully one day is on this podcast because he's a musical crack. He is. Um, and he turned me on to him one day and said, James, listen to this. You'll like it. So I'd never heard of them before. And what it's done is it's opened doors to discovering other new music. So psychedelic rock is something that, you know, sort of disappeared with yeah, Pink disappeared. Floyd and things like that. But through uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, I've discovered the Babe Rainbow. I've discovered a few other bands that from Australia and from abroad that are abroad, internationals. <laughs> Sorry, that's... That's Australia speak, meaning overseas, etc. Um, that you know, I really enjoy. So it's it's a new music that I'm discovering. That's why I like it so much, pretty much. And also, it's the intro intro is good, and you know, they're just generally good. I agree. I also I've been listening to them. I think they were in they were in Primavera. They did come to Primavera Sound, wrong, yes. which was just about a month ago in Barcelona. They played on a Thursday night. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make I it to didn't Thursday get to see night. Him. Um, I had some friends ring me up for my birthday from Australia after they'd been to the concert. To that concert? To their, to oh, the, no, that... not, not to Primavera. They were at no, a concert. No, but to the K uh, King Gizzard. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they were very joyous. Some of the boys I used to joyous. listen to uh, Rage Against the Machine with, 
back in the day, Billy Hamish, was hit, Hamish yeah, there? Hamish, Billy, and uh, Fat Boy. They rung me at I was at work and to wish me happy birthday. And they'd just been to this concert, and they were all on a natural high, of course, because the concert was awesome. Yes, totally natural high, I'm sure. So, um, but yeah, that's why I enjoy that song. And they've got some really cheaply made video clips, which are highly entertaining, you know, with ninjas and power rangers and giant ostrich-looking things. So I just like the whole idea of the music and the, you know. You like the whole um, aesthetic, yeah. could you say? Yeah, as, yes, the aesthetic. So... I could have chosen lots of other songs, but I, I just went for that one because that's the band that I've been listening to possibly the most over the last couple of months. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the fact that you sent me all these really old <laughs> songs as your recent songs, does that mean that you're more of a, you listen to more of the classics? Or do you, I mean, now you said you've experimented a mm. bit with, with finding new oh. stuff, but are you more of a like reminiscent kind of listener or do you actively go looking for new music no i don't actively go looking for it but it does come across my um feed just that i'm not really interested in a lot of what uh you know i I don't like rap i don't like trap i don't like all this uh i'm not really that interested in in some music i've listened i actually follow other people's spotify playlists their discovery weekly yeah Susie's included, and Susie and I are so musically opposed that not, but not, not all the not, time. Not all the time, but no. But in the general, general Spotify speaking, and weekly, it's like listen to this, yeah. and I'm thinking this is horrible. I just don't get it. It's not interesting. It's boring or whatever. I, I, no, I've never sent you something that you. No, hated. no, no. But you, no, you haven't. Because I, I know that you yeah. would hate it. <laughs> but when I listen to the the Discovery Weekly, I think, oh no, I can't, and I skip, 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 skip. So basically, because I'm listening to all this old school punk and. Um, some Spanish punk and things like that. That's what I get coming across my feed. Uh, sometimes I'll be listening to the blues. It really depends on the mood. So, yes, I don't really connect a lot with some of the the hipster stuff out there. Well, hipster, you can hipster, say hipster. no, but hipster, there is still but, you know. so much music out there. There's so much music. Yeah, it's, There's so much more access to music as mm. well, a new kind of music, but that also makes it more difficult to find something. Yeah, to, nail, to nail down a genre that you actually enjoy. Yeah, I so, agree. I am... Um, I would say I don't have a particular genre that I enjoy more than the others. I just listen to everything, and if I don't like it, then I just don't listen to it. But so. there are some that you you completely cancel out, like rap. Yeah, like rap I couldn't listen to pop. Dead. You're not a big pop fan either, I don't uh, think. It depends on the pop. Like anything in the top 40, any anything mainstream, you can forget about it. I don't want to be... I don't want to be sold on something that I'm told I'm meant to like by some record exec. But in. if you liked it, would you admit it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate Despacito. Despacito. But you listen to it a couple of times and it gets into your brain. And, and you find you yourself humming it. And, you know, and you think, bloody hell, I don't like this song. <laughs> because I actually don't like this song. But Yeah, but it's catchy. Mm. So these songs, I think you said the first one, you don't really listen to it that, that often anymore. Rage Against the... No, no. no. If, if, I will listen to it if it comes across... The, the across, playlist yeah, or the something. The playlist or whatever I'm listening to or... I'm feeling a bit, uh, you know, I want to reminisce, then yeah, but yeah. It's, it's not something I listen to today on a regular basis. But when you like a song, how do you, do you become obsessed with it? Do you listen to it oh, over and over? It or you yeah, do yeah, it like yeah, over, yeah. like once, one after the other? Yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, I'll listen to that um, song or that band for a month and then I'll stop listening to them and then I'll move on to the next one. But, you know, you can always come back and 
pick and choose, yeah. if you like. Um, but do I obsess over music, over some songs? Yes, yes I do. It really depends on the mood. If I'm in a uh, particularly, you know, melancholic mood, then I'll listen to something chilled out and sad, you know. Like It's a Perfect Day by Lou Reed, for example. That'll sort of That's uh, a d- oh, yeah. you know, bring me down or whatever. Um, but then if I'm particularly angry or I'm feeling pissed off, I'll listen to something else by... Gatillazo, or that's a Spanish punk band. Which James is wearing the t-shirt for yeah. right now. Because the guy's a Evaristo, I must say, is a visionary. Is he? Well, yeah, he, he, he was are with they, the... Are they only big in Spain? Or yeah. Are they big other places? No, and sort of like Spanish, Latin American mm. speaking countries, yeah, Latin American countries. But he um, sung about, he sung songs 20 years ago that are still relevant today about, you know, um, abusive power about big corporations screwing us over, about um, homelessness, about you know, all, all, all these sort of political things that we sweep under the carpet or not worrying about. But, you know, he's, if you think about it, the transition from a, a, um, a dictatorship to a democracy here in Spain, you know, he sings about yeah. that a lot because it really was a farce. So we're not really that free or... How can you be... Basically, he says, how can you possibly be free or from under a dictatorship when the people who were the dictators conditioned the transition? Mm. So, yeah. So, basically, that's why what he said sung years ago is still relevant today. And that he, still kills, he still keeps putting out that style of music, which yeah. is um, incredibly With a relevant. political so, message. Yeah. And you like that kind of thing. I do, yeah. So, I'm a left-wing thinker. So, of course, I like it. I don't like... Picos de mierda, which are normally right-wing voters here. Um, I don't understand their viewpoint. I don't understand their selfishness. No. Um, I don't understand, for example, Donald Trump. I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone does. But, well, um, I mean, some people think mm, they do. But, but I, I don't. I don't get the, the fear-mongering that they continue with. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, the the it's yeah, it's me it's, first and the gimme gimmies rather than sharing what they have with the rest and I don't like that I don't like that either that's why we get along high five <laughs> uh, okay another question I like Shoot. to ask is what's your musical well I don't know if we kind of touched on this but what is your musical listening style or when basically when do I listen to yeah music? I mean we listen to music all day at work because yeah. we were in this kind of workplace culture where you headphones on yeah. and you're just listening to music all the time but do you do that at, on I mean you take the train to work I know do you listen on the train when you're riding your bike no oh. I don't listen on the train you don't no I read on the train oh right okay uh, and on my bike no sometimes well that's illegal technically yeah but, but. sometimes you just get away with it um, no always at home um, so I, when you when you walk in the door, is the the first thing you do put music? Yeah, on? no, I'll put some music on. Yeah, um, I'll just put it on a random playlist or listen to the radio, festivals, weekends, things like that. So there's always music, you know. Yeah. I don't understand how you can't have music. I'd rather have the music on rather than the TV, um, or rather than silence, even. Yeah, I never understood those people that. Uh, I grew up in, we used to eat dinner at the dinner table. The radio was always on, mm. always, always on. And there were times when it wasn't on and I would freak out. It was so quiet. I was like, why is there, where's the radio? Why didn't you turn the radio on? See, we were different. We had never had the TV or the radio on. Dinner was 
for us family to family time. Family time for us to talk to each other. I mean, we still talked, but the radio mm. was just always in the background. Yeah, no, we ne- never. I used to get really. Why can't we? Why can't we watch TV when we're having dinner at least once? And um, now that I'm a, a parent myself, I think that. It was the greatest thing that my parents... One of the greatest things my parents ever did for me, or did for us, their children, was not having the TV on when we had dinner. And I'm pretty sure that my, both my brother and my sister do the same with our kids. There's no... You do the same with your kids? Yeah, there's no TV. When That's we're having good. dinner, it's, it's dinner and talk time. Good. Yeah. I, I approve of that, James. I approve Thank of your you. parenting style. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but do you, see, do you see either of your kids um, with a... Affinity towards music? Oh, both of them, yeah. They both like to um, listen to music and to dance. Unfortunately... We saw Joe's dancing skills. We had a work party last week. James brought his two kids, and uh, his son <laughs> was busting a move. Yeah. Unfor- just like his father. Yes. Unfortunately, he doesn't like the same music I do. Um, but then again, I think that's pretty normal, because I can say that when I was perhaps 10, as he is now, I wasn't really exploring my own music I was being heavily influenced by what was coming from the record companies from the top 40 from all that sort of stuff so yeah but there was less I mean there was less options at that time you didn't have Spotify you didn't, didn't have, have your Spotify. own no, no, iPod but then you didn't even have back in your day you guys didn't even have Walkmans no we'd had Walkmans <laughs> I'm not that old we had Discmans as well but how old were you when they came out like 20 the Walkman yeah. uh, I had a Walkman when I was 12 uh, and when I was probably 18, I got a, or 19, I got a Discman. I had one of those too. Yeah, it used to skip when I used to walk. But then you would have to make, you would have to either make or, or buy CDs for that. That was a, um, yeah, the way we, the the way we consume music now is completely different. I mean, before we had, if we heard a song for the first time, we would have to wait until we either heard it, hear it, heard it again on the radio or go out and buy the disc. So you'd be sitting there next to the radio just going, come on, play it. Yeah, play it, play I, it, or play you'd it. run to the radio and record it with mm, your little that's recorder. Right. I just, I, th- I used to do that. But I think we lost, we lost a lot from that. We did, but I also can't imagine. I, I guess we're pretty spoiled these days hmm. because you find something you like and you yeah. can play it to death. But then, but I mean, there's also that. When was the last time someone made you a mixtape? Not. Well, they can make you a playlist now. Yeah, but they don't make you a playlist. It's not. It's not the same. I'm going to make you a playlist, James. Because <laughs> it required a massive amount of effort to sit in front of your radio with a Take tape a in there, tape. recording when that song came on. That took oh, yeah. time. That took effort. That took patience. You know. Yeah. Now, but that's like everything, right? It's a symbol I mean, of love. I mean, I'm going to sit here in front of this radio for ten hours if it's going to take me ten hours to get all the songs that I'm going to put on a tape for you. Did you do that ever? No, I never did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be too romantic of me <laughs> if I but did that. But you are a romantic, James. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. You are hopeless. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just let's call. Let's just say I'm a romantic, not a hopeless romantic. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the same with everything in society now is immediate. We want it now. Yeah, We're not yeah, going to wait yeah. 10 hours for the song to play yeah, on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I, I recommend, listeners, that uh, one day you leave your mobile phones at home. Try it. It's, it's liberating. It actually feels bloody awesome. <laughs> really? I was going to say fucking awesome, but I said bloody, which... You could say fucking. Yeah, I know. Say fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome so it was mate. fucking awesome to leave it at home and... Meet someone, say, hey, let's meet at the cinema at 9 o'clock and leave your phone at home. 
and it's great. And you just meet them there. And they you can't meet them cancel. There. And they can't cancel. They can't say, oh, with a WhatsApp, I can't make it, or a messenger, you know, I'm busy. They've got to be there because they've made... The they made a commitment. I, I do miss that. Mm. It's, it's way too easy to cancel these days. Yeah. Just throw away your mobile phone. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, she won't. <laughs> <laughs> Susie won't. Turn off the notifications on WhatsApp, and that's um, always a good thing. But what if it's an important notification? It's not going to be important. You're right. If it's important, they'll ring you. That's the difference. People don't ring you anymore. Yeah, but because it's not important enough. True. So if it's important enough, okay, they will fine. ring you. Maybe I'll try. I've, I've already mm. got them turned off on a couple of my apps. So nice one. Maybe I'll try. Uh, I like try the it new, this new Susie. New. <laughs> well, what the, you, the, the, you know, experimenting with uh, leaving digital stuff at home. <laughs> As I'm sitting in front of my phone, but it's for the podcast purposes, of course. Of course. Okay, final question. Okay. Because I know James has band practice yeah. tonight. No Very rehearsal. soon. Yeah, rehearsal to um, sweat in oh, a yeah, little box rehearsal. with some 40-year-olds. It's a therapy for us all. It sounds very... Um, I d- I'm glad I'm not going to be there. Mm. Let's just say that. Um, karaoke song. What's your go-to? First thing that comes to your head. Oh, The Joker. By? Kenny Rogers. What? Kenny Rogers? No, no The Gambler. The Gambler. Not The Joker. The Gambler. <laughs> It's not even my... F- I don't do karaoke. I know, but if you were... If I was going to do karaoke... Well, yeah, it would be the joker. The, the, the gambler. You've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Oh, that reminds me of another question I wanted to ask you. Shoot. I'll be quick. Um, do you pay any attention to lyrics? Yes and no. It depends. Depending on the song. Um, would you write a song off because it has dumb lyrics if you like the melody? No. I would write a song off if the lyrics were too profound and wanky. I would definitely write that <laughs> off. Yeah. There's been a few that I've thought, hey, what the fuck is this guy on that he's on, you know, singing about this shit? I wouldn't listen to it. No, I shouldn't. I should, I should give all songs equal opportunity, but um, sometimes I, mean, I just think, geez, I can't listen to that. You know, I've never actually consciously listened to an Adele song or Ed Sheeran, or any of these people who are going around today that are meant to be awesome, I've never consciously sought them out to listen to them. Okay, well, maybe I'll send you a mixtape tomorrow of uh, Adele and Ed Sheeran. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm going to sit step all night recording it for you. No, no, please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Just send me a Spotify playlist. Um, Um, Okay, well, I guess that's all the time we have, James. It's a shame. I'm really enjoying this. We could continue. We could go on for hours. I know. We'll we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a... Yeah, I've got half an hour to get across the city to um, band. Band practice. To go see the dirty dicks. Is your your voice going to be strained from all this talking? Nah. Nah, because I normally talk a lot anyway. Yeah, that's true. You're a talker. It'll be fine. Okay, well, thank you so much, James. Well, thank you, Susie, for having me on your podcast. On my podcast. It was a barrel of laughs. Yeah. We didn't really laugh that much. Well, I did. I laughed a lot internally. (laughs) (laughs) It was a barrel of internal laughs. No, thank you, Susie. Um, It's been a pleasure. I'll see you in a month when you need another guest. Yeah, I'm (laughs) trying to rack up my guest count. But, um, yeah, it was really Maybe I could co-host. We could just get someone else. See, this is addicting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a little, it's <laughs> it's a little bit fun. Addicting. Thanks very much, um, Susie. Thanks, James. See you um, again. I'll see you guys hopefully next week with another guest on Music on Repeat. Thank you and good night. <laughs>